0: Good morning. I'm Adora Day, and this is The Rundown. Keeping up with the huge increase in migrant students is a challenge, even for Chicago schools that are used to teaching migrants. Cameron Elementary in Chicago's Humboldt Park neighborhood has always been a school that attracts new arrivals. But in the last year, the surge of Central American migrants' bus to Chicago from Texas has made it hard to provide all the services that are needed. That's according to Gabriel Paez, who is an English learner program teacher at the school. They're not sending people here because we're a sanctuary city. They're sending here, people here because they want to manufacture a humanitarian crisis when it's zero degrees outside, which will lead to people dying and people going without the basics. At a roundtable discussion yesterday, Paya says the school is looking to expand its bilingual program, but staffing is an issue. And in other migrant-related news, Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson's administration is defending the actions it took to address unsanitary conditions at a Pilsen migrant shelter. These actions have been revealed in newly obtained emails. The emails obtained by WBEZ reveal Johnson's administration was first made aware of a cockroach infestation, leaking sewage, inadequate food, and illness at the shelter in late October. City officials responded within a day, outlining the steps they were taking, like weekly extermination services and relocating cots away from sewage drains. Alderwoman Nicole Lee, who raised the concerns, told WBEZ she was satisfied with the response at the time. In December, numerous residents were hospitalized and one boy died after becoming ill. Though the cause of his death has not been determined, and it's not clear if the illnesses were related. Sixty years ago this month, America's War on Poverty began. That's the unofficial name for a set of policies created by then-President Lyndon B. Johnson. They included food stamps, health care, and other help for low-income Americans. Chicago's Shriver Center on Poverty Law is marking the anniversary with a summit today. Audra Wilson leads the center. She describes the goal of the summit. It's talking about where we are 60 years later, laying out the challenges that we continue to face, but it's also intended to find solutions, to give examples of things that are working, things that we want to replicate. The program will feature a keynote by Pulitzer Prize-winning author Matthew Desmond, as well as panels on housing, child welfare, and economic mobility. Ice jam flooding could impact portions of southwest suburban Will County this week. The National Weather Service says the severe cold has caused ice to form quickly in several towns and subdivisions along the Kankakee River. Senior hydrologist Scott Lincoln says water backing up from a 10-mile-long ice jam in Wilmington, Illinois, could flood roads, parks, and yards, all in a matter of hours. It's not just water. It's like giant chunks of ice that are flowing with it, and so anything really along the the riverbank or just kind of in the overbank areas could be not only flooded, but damaged by these giant pieces of ice that are flowing in the water. Due to high water warnings and the extreme cold, Lincoln says a flash flood watch remains in effect for Wilmington and Lakewood Shores in Will County until, quote, further notice. Another thing you should know today. A program giving more Illinois children access to preschool exceeded its first-year expectations. Governor J.B. Pritzker announced more than 5,800 three- and four-year-olds have enrolled in preschool through the state's Smart Start program. The first-year goal was 5,000. The idea is to better prepare kids for kindergarten, regardless of socioeconomic status. The initiative was launched last year with a programming budget of $250 million. And Pritzker plans to ask for a similar amount this year. Today's weather, we're expecting a high in the low 20s and mostly cloudy skies. Then tomorrow it will be windy, with the high in the mid-teens. That's it for now. Later this afternoon, what does homelessness look like today? It is not the individual that is male, stumbling with a a brown paper bag, uh, kind of uh, burdened with an addiction, or probably with the trauma of the Vietnam-era conflict. The new face of homelessness is a a woman that works every day with a good cell phone and a nice SUV. Uh, But those are the paraphernalia of a life once lived. We talked to the director of a community action organization about the new root causes of homelessness and how they worked with the Illinois State Police to change how officers interact with the unhoused community. That's today at 1 o'clock. I'm Adora Namigadde. Thanks for listening.